0: Well, good evening, everyone. I want to thank you for coming to Destiny Moments. And yes, I'm Michelle Hughes, and I have a message for tonight. And um, I really do believe that um, what happened, um, I guess it happened over a month ago, to Shanquilla Robinson. And, you know, many of you all know about my cousin, Antoinette Jones-Walker. And um, this thing has really taken me just by um, shock because you just can't believe people can be so mean and hateful. And so I was very happy the other day when uh, they basically say that Dejanay Jackson was being extradited back to Mexico. But she shouldn't be alone. There's five other people who basically sat or was in silence and didn't help um, Shanquilla Robinson, even though she was nice enough to pay for everyone's trip, airplane tickets and the villa that they were living in. And uh, it just doesn't make sense that you can't have any compassion or um, even if someone's making you angry or mad, that you can't think about the kindness that someone did for you, that they paid for your trip, and you would injure them, just hit them, beat them to death. It just doesn't make any sense. But what this is what makes sense. And I'm gonna not going to stay before you long tonight. Because what I get from this is that when... You really don't have the love of God in your heart. You can treat people anyway. You really can. Because it's God who gives you the the quickening of the spirit. That's why we have the Holy Spirit. That's why Jesus went to the cross and died on the cross so that he lives in us. Before he walked the earth, he had to walk with him and they saw the miracles. They saw the things that he did. But now you don't have to, he doesn't have to be here. That's why he died on the cross. So now he lives in us. The Holy Spirit, those who confess Christ is according to Romans 10 9 through 13 and when you confess him as lord over your life there's just some things you just can't do you can't treat people any kind of way you you can't kill someone and have no remorse about taking someone's life and i I just don't understand that no uh, i was talking to my uncle oldest clemens today And, um, you know, I was telling him, I just don't understand that. I really don't understand how cruel people can be. How can someone just take someone's life? And someone who's being kind to you, that you have no sense of awareness that what you're doing is going to send you to jail. You can't just take someone's life and think you're going to get off. No, no. You're going to be held accountable for your actions. And that's what's happening right now. They are going to be held accountable for their actions. And I was telling my brother, I was saying, you know, they're not going to try them because there's too much evidence. A jury will just hang them, you know. (laughs) So that's why they have to go before a judge. Because they got videos and I was listening to her sister saying that, you know, when they when she was nude, they said she, her sister was saying she sleeps in the nude. That's why she knew something was wrong. That her sister was nude because that's how she sleeps with no clothes. So they had to wake her up to do this. That's in essence what she's saying. And I just Pray for each one of those young people that they have no clue what they did and how they would spend the rest of their life. Does it make any sense to kill someone to now may have to spend the rest of your life in prison for years? It it just doesn't make sense, people. It's time that we really begin to take, take our young kids to church when they're young so that they can have a relationship with God. Yes, take your kids to church so that they won't do things like this and have no remorse. I'm just, you know, it just chills me to think that being a black person that we can be so senseless about what we're doing. All of the things that we've been through, the hatred, having to go through slavery, and now we are committing the same acts upon each other, it doesn't add up. But it does when you don't have God in your life. It does when you have no repentance and no one to answer to. Because when you have God to answer to, he's going to quicken your spirit. That's why the Holy Spirit lives within us. Yes, the Holy Spirit is there to quicken you and let you know you can't say that. You can't do that. You're not your own person. You're going to be accountable for the things that you say and do. So we think we're getting away with things. If you're not coming back and asking God to forgive you, no, you're not getting away with it. You may be getting away with it in your consciousness, but you're not getting away with it before God. Because he knows every sin. That we that you have committed in myself, he said you knows every hair on your head, so what can you do and think you're getting away with it? Maybe that's the problem because we don't believe in God. we don't believe there's a Jesus, so we just do what we want to do. we just just do what we want to do, we say what we want, we just talk about people, and we just don't have any sense of awareness. That we're going to be held accountable. You never go back and say. Lord forgive me of my actions. Forgive me of the things that I've said. Forgive me. Do you ever go back and say. Lord forgive me. For the things I've done to people. The things I've tried to do to people. Just don't have any consciousness. At all. Because you don't have a God in your life. And tonight. Tonight. I'm asking that you give your life to the Lord. Repent. Repent while you don't have to give of your blood. All you have to do is just, you know, believe in your heart. That he rose again on the cross. And he shed his blood for me and you. And all you have to do is repent of your sins. We're all sinners. Until we repent and ask God to forgive us for the things that we have done, knowingly or unknowingly. And it's time that we stop playing games with ourselves and begin to teach our children. Teach our families. Teach our family members about God and what repentance is all about. So they can't just go out here and do whatever they want and think they're not going to be held accountable for their actions. And I'm saying this because, yeah, it holds dear to me because I lost a person because someone didn't have a conscience just to take someone's life and not even think about it. And then, you know, in a funeral and come and act as if you've done nothing. That's a person who doesn't have a conscience until finally it catches up with you because what's done in the dark, sooner or later, is going to come. To a head, especially when you got people praying, prayer warriors all around this world, not just me, praying for justice. I prayed for justice for my cousin for over seven years that whoever did this to us, we were going to find out who did this. You're not going to get away with this. And I know I serve a good God. And God will give you time to try to get yourself together. And then when you see that you just don't have no conscience, no conscience at all, you just say what you want, do what you want, take knives and guns and anything you can use, your hands, and use it as a weapon against someone. And just kill someone, then walk away and act as if you've done nothing. Well, I'm here to remind you, you may have done nothing to yourself and in your mind and in your consciousness, but there's a guy who never sleeps and he never slumbers. He never sleeps. So whatever you're doing, you are going to be held accountable for it. Whatever you do in this life, you are going to be held accountable for it. So don't think you're getting away with anything. And I'm not trying to come with a bashing message. I'm saying get saved. Get your life right with God. If you feel hurt and pain, if you feel like someone did you wrong, ask God to help you to overcome so that you won't go through life making everybody pay for other things that other people have no clue that you're going through because you feel so much pain and so much hatred, and so much meanness, and so much evilness in your heart that you think everybody understands and people don't understand because we don't know how mean and hateful you are. So you got to take it to God. Now, nobody knows what everybody's been through in life. I don't understand everything. But one thing I do know, I take it to the God. I take it to the Lord. And ask him to help me to not fall in the spirit of bitterness and hating people and thinking bad of people. And have no conscious level that you could just do and say and try to ruin someone's reputation. Were you trying to ruin her reputation because she was prospering and you weren't? Was it jealousy? Because jealousy can bring out things that no man can understand. And we need to get a grip on that. Be happy for people if they're succeeding. Be happy for people when God is blessing them. Be happy for people. Be happy. Learn how to be happy, and you'll see that God will begin to bless you. And you won't have to go around thinking evil and meanness about people because He will show you, He'll give you witty inventions. He'll show you how to be creative with your hands or use your voice. Use, you know, your, your creativeness and acting or, or, you know, whatever giftings you may have. God will use you too. So get off of looking at someone else's success and thinking as if you can't accomplish anything. Yes, you can. If you give your life to God. And stop trying to do it in your own strength. You can't do it by yourself. I'm here to say, over 40 plus years living for God, listen, I could not have done this serving God by not relinquishing everything over to him and asking him to guide me and and, and direct me and lead me. And that's why I have leaders. That when you feel like you just want to give up, they'll let you know you can't give up. You can't give up. You got to keep pushing yourself. You got to keep moving. That's why we have pastors. That's why we have ministers. To help you. That's why you have parents. That's why you have uncles and aunts and cousins who can help you and friends. Good friends. Everybody is not scandalous. Everybody's not mean and hateful and don't want good for you. No, there are people who do want good for you. They want you to succeed. And I'm just praying in the name of Jesus that this girl who's been captured and being extradited back to Mexico, that she won't go alone because she wasn't by herself. There are other people beating on this young lady. And so they should also be held accountable for their actions. And so... I just feel that it's time for change, change to say, Father, help me help me to help somebody else. When you see someone struggling, you don't just beat them down. You pray for them and you say, baby, what can I do to help you? Is that too big of you to say, what can I do to help you? Even when you're going through, can you help somebody else? Do you know that more blessings come when you're going through? That's how you learn. That's how you grow through your own shortcomings. That's how you grow. That's how you learn through the things that you go through in life. So that's my prayer. Lord, help us to be giving. Help us to change and help us to have a mindset to help someone else when they're going through she just needed a friend. She was crying out to her friends. And this is the thing she got for helping them. They became so jealous of her prosperity, they wanted to beat her down to no end to death. And then to come back and brought her luggage back, knowing that they left her in that room for dead. Brought her luggage back to her parents, and then to her mother, and then to, to tell them that it was alcohol poisoning when they knew they had beat her up. Oh, we we just, you know, we think it's sin that's going to take you just seeing lies will take you too. God said you can't be a liar. You know, you won't enter the kingdom of God lying. I don't think people understand that. You think you're just getting away with your lies. you lying on people, you know, saying bad things about people and think them lies not going to catch up with you. God says liars won't enter the kingdom of God. Yes, yeah, not just fornicators. There are a whole lot of things that will keep you out of the kingdom of God. That's why we have to repent daily, asking God to forgive us of for the things that we have done knowingly or unknowingly. Father, help us. Help us to grow in the things of God. Help us to desire to be more like you, and the more we desire to be more like Christ, the more we will understand that we have to have a spirit like Him, and the spirit is to love to love others as He loved us. He was crucified, and they killed him on the cross, not knowing he was the cross, He was the Christ. They didn't know he was the Christ and killing him, not knowing on the third day he was going to rise again for our sins, not his sin, because he knew no sin. But here he stood on the cross for us, and we still running. we still rejecting him. we still saying there's no God. we still saying, what's a Jesus? What's a Jesus? He died on the cross for your sins that he knew that you were going to commit. What happened to that young lady? Died. At the hands of so-called friends. My cousin died at the hands of a no-good husband. Yes, he was no good. He had no heart. That's not what you do. You don't kill a person because they're leaving you. You wish them the best. And you know that God will either change their heart, which happens many times that people don't divorce, or you move on. You move on with your life. You don't just just crucify people because they don't do what you want them to do. You got to walk in forgiveness, people. We got to walk in forgiveness every day of your life. Every day of my life I have to forgive people for the things that they have done, knowingly or unknowingly, to me and to yourself. Do you think you're not going to go through this life and people don't say things, do things against you? Yes, because we're living in a world that, Is filled with people. Who refuses to repent. And then many who repent. And still don't change. According to the scriptures. Because they're not reading the word of God. They're looking at other people. But they're not asking God. Father show me the way. Help me to grow. In the things of God. And that's the only way. You're going to have a true relationship. With God. You know I can. You know, I could have married some men who wanted to marry me, but, you know, I made a decision as a young woman to say I wanted to learn as much as I possibly could about God before I committed to anyone. And I didn't know what I was doing the same, but now the older I've gotten, the more I understand that was truly from God, because that was the best decision I could have ever made. Because maybe I could have ruined somebody's life because I wasn't where I needed to be. Sometimes we need to hold off relationships because we're not where we need to be. We think we're in love, and we don't even know how to love ourselves. And until you really learn how to love yourself through the Spirit of Christ, you will really not know what it means to love someone unconditionally. He teaches you how to love unconditionally. And sometimes it becomes very frustrating when you see people just doing just nasty, evil things. And, and they don't see anything wrong with it because they have not changed. And they don't have a need to change because they think they're okay. And as long as you think you're okay speaking ill of people, doing nasty things, you may not kill a person. But you're killing with your words. You're killing with your thoughts. And you do nasty things that nobody can see what you're doing. But you're doing it undercover. But sooner or later, all that stuff is going to be revealed because God is writing it all down. Yes, he is. He's writing it everything down what you're doing. You're not getting away with anything. You may not have to go before a court of law like this young lady is about to go before a court of law. But I guarantee you, the court of law is going to be Jesus Christ who's coming back for the church. Yes, he is. He's coming for a church, for a people, who have served him, there's many of us out here serving God, no matter how you persecute us and and condemn us and and talk about us no, we're determined we're going to make it in to those pearly gates, and that's why some have to be taken out of here early because he knows that they don't they will not make it in to the kingdom of heaven, and so I'm going to ask you, there are many listening to me tonight. And there are many who are listening to a recording of this message. And I'm going to ask you that if you desire to become more like Christ, then you have to confess Christ is your Savior and get saved according to the scripture. So I'm going to ask you tonight to follow me in a a repentance statement because you need to do it openly openly before man. So you know that you really you other people uh huh because when you know then I remember my parents said go back and tell people you got saved cause it's gonna make a difference. You're gonna have people reject you. You're gonna have people who won't understand what you just did. But it's not about them understanding. It's about you knowing that you are born again and you've made a new decision, a decision to serve God. You know what you was doing. I can remember saying, well, if it doesn't work, I can always go back to where I was. But guess what? Forty-plus years later, I'm still here serving God and ministering to people like you. Because it's not my life. It's according to the will of God, what he has called you to do. So stop berating people because they've been called to be a minister or a pastor or a bishop or apostle. or whatever it is, a teacher, whatever it may be. What is your calling? What have you been called to do? Concentrate on that. If you spend more time concentrating on what God's called you to do, you won't find yourself being jealous of people, hating on people, wanting to kill somebody, or be malicious with your tongue. That will stop. That will cease. Because you know it's not of God. God works for good. He wants us to walk in love. Towards your brother and sister. He didn't tell you to be evil. And kill people. And demise people with your tongue. And work together in groups. Like those ladies did. When the girl walked in the room. And they had her demise. Before she was just happy. Her was, hairdresser was saying. She was just so happy. To be leaving to go to Mexico. She had her hair done. Thinking she was going to be with her friends. And all the time. They were mad because she was becoming more successful. Probably no more successful than them. They had went to college together. And, man, I understand how that feels. When you graduate from college and then people think you, think you better than them. Y'all, you won't think you better than them. You just know all the hours that you have spent going to college, years, to receive a degree. And, God forbid, if you go and get a second degree like myself, getting a master's, I guess they really hate you. And I don't understand why. Because you're not willing to do what someone else is willing to do. Why would you be jealous of them? If you're not willing to put the time in, be happy for someone's decision. Can you do that? Just be happy for what someone has decided to do. Because whatever they've decided to do, it was through blood, sweat, and tears. And I can say that because I can know the tears that I've had to spend nights. Nights when I've had to write papers and up real late, other people sleeping, and you, you type and, and you don't understand, but you know you got, you got a goal set, you're gonna get that degree, and then you finish and no one's happy for you? It, it's sad, it, it really is. It, it really is sad. But I'm here to encourage those who have a heart to say, Michelle, I understand what you mean. And it's time that we learn how to rejoice with each other instead of being envious and mean and hateful because someone has decided to do something different from what you have done. And then they just want you to be happy for their success and be happy for them. Then they come back and realize you're damning them to the point of taking that person's life. It's time that we open up our eyes, people, and realize it's time for change. It's time for change. It's time to say, less of me, Lord, and more of you. Less of me, Lord, and more of you. I die out to my evil thoughts. I die out to just judging people wrongly. Help me to walk in love towards my sister and brother and not envy them because they look different from me. Or they have more than I may have. Or they may look prettier than me. I mean, what does that mean? It doesn't mean anything to that person. They just want to be loved and be appreciated and cared for and understood that it's not easy. But they're just being themselves and they're never accepted no matter where they go. And the girl couldn't even fight back because she probably was sitting there thinking, no matter what I've done, I'm still not accepted. But now she is. And I pray God accepted her into the kingdom of God. And that she's resting in, in heaven. That her spirit is in heaven tonight. Yes, I do. That's my prayer for her. And I thank God for the many of you who will come to the Lord tonight from this message. And I just want you to repeat after me. Say, Father, I come to you tonight, and I ask you to forgive me of every sin that I've committed in this life, knowingly or unknowingly. I ask you to become the Lord of my life. I ask that you will help me to thirst after righteousness. Help me to... Desire to get into the word of God and learn the scriptures and learn how to live according to the word of God. And really desire righteousness and wanting to thirst after righteousness. Less of me, Lord, and more of you. Thank you for the blood of Jesus that's covering me tonight. Thank you for the blood of Jesus that you went to Calvary's cross that I may be able to repent tonight and ask you into my life. And so tonight you're now saved because you are blood washed with the blood of Jesus that he went to Calvary's cross for each and every one of us to become born again, to become saved through his blood. And so we thank you, Father, for accepting us and loving us and teaching us how to die out to you less of us and more of you we thank you we praise you and we ask all these things in jesus name amen well amen everybody those who have accepted christ as their personal savior i want you to continue to come back and it's so important to join a a church that preaches the word of god preaches salvation get people saved and because of that, you're going to continue to grow each and every day of your life because you desire change. You want change. And when you desire change, guess what? He helps you. He sends people like myself into your life. And then you desire to, to hear more concerning the truth that just to motivate you to have a better lifestyle. To have a better life To think better To love unconditionally And to treat people with respect That's, that's my goal Coming here Even when sometimes I didn't want to come But God said no I remember my pastor said no Michelle You have to go You have to go You can't just quit And you're going to get to a point in your life where you may feel like quitting. But then that's the time you got to motivate yourself to get up and continue to do what he's called you to do. Well, it's been real. And I thank you for being patient with me tonight and listening to the message that's coming from my heart. And I pray that change will come in your spirit and in your life. And you will see a difference in your life because the more you find yourself falling in love with Jesus, the more you'll find yourself falling in love with others, even the unlovable. Well, you know what we do here? We keep it real. Well, until next Thursday, you all continue to grow in the things of God and keep coming back. I love you.